0: This is so wizarding. Oh yeah, watch this. Watch
1: what? Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastair. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking you said people gonna die. The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
0: What's going on, everybody? It is time. For a new episode of the So Wizard Podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: Hello, citizens of the internet.
1: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus riggins Running like a madman, defusing bombs. This is what I do. I'm ready.
0: You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week we're going to be forced against our will to tackle Mark Hellis' choice for I hate you now watch dot 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 Mission Impossible 3. Before we get into that, how's everybody doing this week, Aubrey?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just as surprised That's, as you are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's great. That's great to hear. You
2: know, I I do what I can. You try.
0: And how about you, Mark? How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, nothing really exciting happening in my life. I'm trying to write reviews and see more movies, uh, and still find time to hang out with my friends. And uh, do the podcasts, it's a it's a little bit of a of a gamble sometimes. But you know, I'm working on it. You
0: know what they say, Mark. Sometimes you got to know when to hold them and <laughs> know when to fold them. Right. Awesome. I, I am just tired. Just perpetually tired.
1: Mm-hmm. Work. Sleep. Work. Sleep.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of people on vacation this week at work, and it's uh, it's been a little rough. I got to tell you, it's been a little rough because it's not like like the level of work goes down just because the amount of people has gone down <laughs> yeah somehow the effort has to go up it's just very frustrating But that's okay so uh, Mark Ellis why don't you tell the listeners out there where they can find more So Wizard Podcast
1: alright so everybody can go to com, where you will find new episodes every week You'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix, and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts and look good while you're representing the show. Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping right through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the big A, do your shopping, receive your products, and you'll be helping out our little show too. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream us through Spotify. You can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to everybody in a Nerd Podcast Mafia. Uh, This week's jam is uh, Joey's favorite Take a look around by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Back to you, Joey. Follow me into a solo. Remember that, kid? So, what you wanna do? And what you gonna run when you're staring down the cable of a, a mic pointed at your grill like a gun? Limp Biscuit is rocking the set. It's like Russian roulette when you're placing
0: your bed. So, don't be upset when you're broke and you're done, cause I'ma be the one till I jet. be tell you. I, I know why you wanna hate me. I know why you wanna hate me
1: have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight did you no but i did and i did like a devil i know why you want to hate me is because i made you watch this movie isn't it oh jesus (laughs) so let me uh
0: Just explain for some of our newer listeners out there what exactly is going on. So this is a semi-irregular feature we have on the show called quotation. I hate you now watch dot dot dot. Quotation And uh, basically the way it works is one of the co-hosts, we all take turns, pick a movie that we know the other two co-hosts will absolutely fucking hate watching and make them watch it. And then we talk about it on the podcast. So the last one we did was Aubrey's turn when you made us watch... That's My Boy, Yes. starring yes. Adam Sandler. Oh my god, that was, that was so a, long ago. Yeah, that was a long-ass time ago. So now it's Mark Hellis' turn, and you picked what, Mark?
1: I picked Tom Cruise Is Mission Impossible 3, because I love this movie. And a new Mission Impossible came out this summer.
0: Now, we were originally going to record this episode earlier in the summer, but your computer shit the bed.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. I know, I guess the Scientologist uh, heard that I was going to be, uh, heard you guys were gonna to be talking shit about their boy and they were like nope not having it so uh a bunch hopefully-
0: of thetans came and attached <laughs> themselves to your computer so
1: hopefully we'll make it through this episode in one piece we'll see we'll see how it goes uh,
0: fingers crossed i'm gonna have to read I'm gonna have to read dianetics after this i think <laughs> but, so yeah it's Ellis's turn and you picked uh mission impossible 3 now you love this movie so why did you pick it for such a uh nefarious purpose
1: Well, I knew that this movie is amazing, and I knew this would be the only chance I ever had to get you and Aubrey to watch it, uh, because I know you're going to hate it, but this movie is so good, I'm hoping beyond hope that both of you will at least find some enjoyment out of it, because it's not a bad movie. It's actually an amazing movie. So I think it's amazing. If you guys think it's okay, then I, I consider that a win.
0: Hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out. So since it's your pick, why don't you take over and run wild with your love of Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible colon three
1: after the somewhat kind of dry dramatic Mission Impossible one uh, directed by Brian De Palma we got John Woo who was one of my favorite film directors coming back for Mission Impossible 2 it did not set the world on fire like it was supposed to even with that amazing Limp Bisket soundtrack uh, I love that movie because it's John Woo all over heroes two guns doves slow motion everything I could want uh, the franchise wasn't doing that well so for Mission Impossible Three. There was a couple of directors that were attached to it that were possibly gonna do it. One of them being David Fincher, and I was psyched to see that one, but he did not do it. John Carnahan was another director that was attached for a while. Uh, he wound up not doing it. So Tom Cruise went to this young TV director, never directed a movie before, and gave him the keys to a Mission Impossible, and that film director was J.J. Abrams. So this is his directorial debut. I was a huge fan of his TV show Alias, so him doing a Mission Impossible movie was like. butter and jelly. It's a match made in heaven. So uh, I was psyched to see this movie. 2006, JJ brought all of his Alias team over. Michael Giacchino uh, for film composer. Uh, Kurtman and Orky, the writers from Alias, jumped on board to help with the script. And it was Absolutely amazing. It was just like a really good episode of Alias, but with a bigger budget and with Tom Cruise. Are, did you guys, any of you guys, ever watch the TV show Alias? Um, Aubrey?
2: I didn't, um, but I know of it. Like, I had seen it come up a couple of times. I just never actually sat there and watched it.
1: All right. What about you, Joey?
0: Um, I think I watched the episode here and there because Jennifer Garner was pretty hot at the time, but I didn't really like it that much. I was kind of expecting it to be more like Buffy, and it just wasn't. So.
1: It did kinda of take itself a little seriously in some aspects, but the first two seasons of that show no, not the not the first two seasons. The f- first season and then half of the second season are like the most amazing uh, television episodes I've seen in a while it's done so well the the reason the second half of the second season doesn't quite work is because it does a no I'll take that back it does work because it completely subverts the entire show on its head you think it's one thing for the first season halfway through the second season it flips it over and it's fucking amazing Alias is an amazing show if you haven't watched that check it out but this is Mission Impossible 3 so uh it starts off with with an opening scene that shows Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt, uh, strapped to a chair, uh, being tortured. And a woman is across from him also being tortured. He calls her Jules, So you know right off the bat that this woman is someone and that's important to him. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman has a gun to her. He's trying to get Ethan to tell him about uh, something called a rabbit's foot. And Ethan doesn't know, but he's doing whatever he can to keep this woman alive. And it doesn't work. She winds up dying right at the beginning of the movie. Credits. What did you guys think of the opening? Joey?
0: Um, I like the part where they were torturing Tom Cruise. Okay. But then they stopped, so you know that part sucked. I felt like he should have been punished a little bit more there. Like, remember Mission Impossible two and how fucking awful it was? Well, now we're gonna burn cigarettes on your arm, <laughs> and this one's for cocktail.
1: <laughs> All right. What about you, Aubrey?
2: Um, the only good part about this is that Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. Yep. Um, because I oh. like him. Other than that, uh, my comment was ugh.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So then we get the opening credit uh, and then it instantly cuts to an engagement party. Uh, you, We get the flashback and we get to see Ethan Hunt is engaged to Jules, uh, played by Michelle Monahan, who's super cute from uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She's adorable. Uh, and they are celebrating their, their engagement and the phone rings ethan picks it up and there's a mysterious voice on the end that gives him a code and he knows instantly from him being a spy he knows what that code means so he makes an excuse to run out to the store uh, and meets billy kudrup who is also works for the impossible mission force he explains that ethan hunt is not in the field anymore he is retired all he does is train the new spies he doesn't get out in the field but one of his spies one of his top recruits uh felicity herself carrie russell uh, has been kidnapped by a bad guy and ethan hunt is given that option your mission should you choose accepted is to go get this agent and uh, sweeten the pot a little bit more the team has already assembled including his friend luther from the other two movies so now tom cruise is on a motorcycle check check that check that box Damn off
2: i wrote um i bet he flies a plane
1: <laughs> i don't think he does in this
2: i i thought he did hmm,
1: i don't know i don't think so if that part comes up definitely uh definitely shout it out i don't remember that though. well
0: um i mean it was kind of shocking that his fiance was so much younger than him so.
1: i know right Wait a minute, but you can buy her dating Robert Downey Jr. and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
0: I never saw that movie.
1: Wh- what? What? No, no one. Ever,
0: no one ever forced
1: me to. So, All right, well, you know, what we got to say for Joey, who has never seen Shane Black's classic movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You just made the list. <laughs> That movie is fucking brilliant. Yeah, but would I like it? God, I I don't know, man. I, I hope so. I think it's good enough that even you would like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> On a scale of zero to Jean-Claude Van Damme's is double impact. How much would I like it?
1: <laughs> I would say it's close to that. I mean, wait, wait, wait. I take that back. You liked Iron Man 3, right? Right. Okay. It was still written by Shane Black. Um, right.
0: I like Shane Black. I love
1: uh, Predator. I love uh, Monster Squad. So. Mm-hmm. This is Shane Black. at his Shane Blackiest, if you can okay. tell.
0: Does it take place around Christmas time?
1: It, how, how did you guess? Holy shit. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't see this movie? Uh, Robert Downey Jr., this is before he was Iron Man. This is the gig that got him, I think, got him an Iron Man gig. He's a actor who, uh, I'm sorry, he's a criminal who's on a run and gets mistaken for an actor. Uh, they hire him at the audition, and they send him out to California to partner up with a real detective so that he can you know, get a sense of what the detective life is like. Val Kilmer plays the detective. Um, and it's just, it's an amazing Pope detective movie with that Shane Black twist. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. I can't believe you've never seen that. All right, so Jaws and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's your homework, Joey. I'll add it to the list. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, Michelle Monahan's in that one too. and She's very cute in that movie. So Ethan Hunt is on a mission to rescue his former student, Felicity. Uh, Right. She's tied up inside of a building. We got Jonathan Rhys-Meyer in there as like a pilot, a helicopter pilot. We have Maggie Q as, I don't really care what she is. She's just amazing, hot. Uh, And then we have Vin Rhames as Luther handling the tech out in the field. What did you guys think of this rescue scene of uh, Ethan Hunt going in to save her, sticking the adrenaline in her heart a la Pulp Fiction, uh, Aubrey?
2: Um, I had written parts about the part leading up to, like, him going out on a mission, and I said, no, she doesn't trust him. Bitch is asking Jeeves check in his ICQ.
1: What? I don't
2: even know (laughs) what that means. Because of how old this this, uh, movie seems. Like Ask Jeeves. You ever been on Ask Jeeves? Oh, not? yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
2: ICQ was like AIM, but like, you know, cool before AIM was. I was wondering how they tr- managed to travel so fast because they had a deadline and somehow <laughs> they, made, <laughs> they made it there so fast. Um, God, this is awful.
1: Joey, what about you? What did you think of the rescue scene? I mean, it was all right, I guess. You know, What did you think of the Pulp Fiction scene? Don't tell me you've never seen Pulp Fiction. Of course I've seen All Pulp right, Fiction. i know it's your that one. All right. What do you think of the Pulp Saw Fiction it, Like
0: m- multiple times in the theater.
1: <laughs> he uh, stabbed, her, stabbed her in her heart with the adrenaline shot?
0: Well, I mean, seen it done before, so, you know, <laughs> maybe she, she could have needed an EpiPen and he could have stabbed her in the leg or something. I don't know. But, I mean, it was cool enough action-wise, but, again, it, it's Tom Cruise, so it just felt so... there. Was just That's gross. the
2: problem. I feel like his ego takes over everything he's in. So it, it's so hard to actually like, like the movie because he just sucks.
1: How big... Uh...
0: All right. <laughs> Mark's getting angry.
1: <laughs> How big of an ego do you have to have to, like, strap yourself to an exploding building and run out of it as it's exploding behind you?
2: Because his not... ego in real life, though. Like, his ego as a human being.
1: Like, as your neighbor? When do you come across Tom Cruise as in real life?
2: Every time you see him speak. I can't. I can't do it.
1: Fair enough. I can understand that. I, I, I've i seen the, the Matt Lauer interview where he's, you're so glib. You're so glib, Matt. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I pay i don't pay any attention to his, his he's uh,
2: obnoxious like no matter what he's in like he's just obnoxious no matter what he's doing too if he's if he's on TV or like anything he does is
1: annoying except for make hit movies that i'm all I'm all the way behind it all right so they realize that felicity has a Bomb in her head. They uh, implanted it in in her brain. They only have a few seconds to get it out of the brain, and they realize this as they're escaping the bad guys being chased in a helicopter. They manage to fly the helicopter through these windmills, destroying the bad guys, uh, and right as they're about to uh, zap Felicity to short out the bomb that's in her brain, it goes off. She dies. The mission has kind of failed. They Got a little bit of the equipment from that exploding building that Tom Cruise jumped out of and are heading back to the base to be chewed out by their boss, played by the awesome Lawrence Fishburne. What did you guys think of Lawrence Fishburne as the elder, uh, the other head of the uh, IMF, Joey?
0: Wait, how did they put a bomb in her brain?
1: they it was a very very carefully it it was a very tiny tiny tube that they shot in there they injected it in her brain up her nose okay
0: tom cruise what did you think when you saw they put a bomb in her brain (laughs) that's awful (laughs) um i do love Lawrence fishburne he's good in just about anything so even in batman versus superman and man of steel yep he was good
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Has he ever been in anything bad?
1: Has he ever been bad at anything? Um. No, he was even good in uh, Ride Along, Kevin Hart in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Ice Cube. He, oh, Jesus. He, yeah, he was even good in that.
0: I just watched uh, John Wick 2 a few weeks ago, and he was fantastic in mm-hmm. that.
1: Shout out the Cowboy Curtis.
0: That's right. He was even good in that.
1: Right, Aubrey, what about you? What you think of Lawrence Fishburne as the boss that was chewing everybody out?
2: I always like him. He's not bad. I can tolerate him.
1: It's a lot more tolerable than Tom Cruise.
2: Yeah, everybody is.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, a glass of water is more tolerable than Tom Cruise.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, so he— <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I love that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, even though the the young student died, even though they lost a the person on the field, and they were able to get some of the information off of the computer disk that was completely destroyed. Uh, Luckily, they have the awesome Benji, played by Simon Pegg, uh, working the tech to uh, uncover that information. And what he does uncover is that the bad guy that, that Felicity was originally sent to go get is going to be at a function in Rome. So their mission now is to break into the Vatican, kidnap Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, as uh, Davies, put a make a mask, put it on him or put it on Tom Cruise and then uh, break him out and have everyone think that the bad guy died. Now, this entire mission involves them breaking into the Vatican and pulling all of this off. What did you guys think of the whole Vatican sequence, uh, Aubrey? Yeah, it was okay. All right, fair enough, Joey. Um, it was uh, again, it was okay.
0: Uh, it was a little, little weird. It just seems like there's so many like coincidences and things that have to happen for them to like pull off these crazy scenarios. That that it's almost, almost implausible. Like it just feels like it almost relies so much on luck as opposed to like the skill of the team.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what makes it interesting.
0: Well, I wouldn't say interesting, but um now is this this is when they made a mask of um Philip Seymour Hoffman? Right. Okay. That was weird. <laughs>
1: What did you think of Philip Seymour Hoffman doing an impersonation of Tom Cruise doing an impersonation of Philip Seymour Hoffman?
2: I think he did a better Tom Cruise than Tom Cruise does Tom Cruise. I
1: thought, I thought, I love that scene. I thought it was great. Joey, any thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I mean, he's a good actor,
0: so, you know, no complaints, but I don't know. It's just weird. It was just weird. It, it reminded me of Mission Impossible 2 when he was wearing masks like all the time in the movie and it like started to make me angry. <laughs>
1: that's, that's what they do. That's the Mission Impossible. They wear a mask. All right. So they, they pull it off. Um, Oh Joey, what would you think of Maggie Q in that uh, in that red dress coming out of that Lamborghini? Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Still my heart. I suddenly had no problem with her not having a last name.
1: <laughs> so they kidnap the bad guy and they pull it off. They have him on a plane, and now they're trying to get the information from him. The Tom Cruise, uh, or I'm sorry, Ethan Hunt's way of doing that is by hanging him out of the bottom of a plane. Uh, what is accidentally done is that Luther, not knowing of this plan, accidentally calls out Ethan by his first name. And the bad guy somehow miraculously hears it, even though he's on the bottom of an airplane with all of that wind. But when they pull him up, he knows who Ethan is. And now that he knows who Ethan is, he knows how to get to him. Uh, what did you guys think of the escape from the Chesapeake Bay Bridge? Yeah, that whole sequence where the drone comes and they're going after Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Aubrey.
2: God, It was just annoying. Like, he, it, there's just like all these stupid ass action sequences to try to get to Philip Seymour Hoffman. I, I'm over it. Stop it. I hate you, Tom Cruise.
1: All right, fair enough. Joy, what about you? What did you think of this whole action sequence?
0: Um, you know, it had some cool action. I'm not going to deny that. It's just very hard to get in. Again, it's hard to get into it because it, it's, it also seems so implausible. It's all set in this world that's supposed to be realistic but isn't realistic who because it's it, all crazy spy stuff. But then it also it is, and then it's not, and then it's like magic coincidences. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just because I hate Tom Cruise. Fair enough. I I probably would have been more into it if it was like Jean Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal or something.
2: He just has one of those faces that you just want to punch, you know? Mm -hmm. I can't.
1: So before uh, Felicity dies, she emails, she emails, she mails, quote unquote, uh, snail mails a postcard to Ethan. Was that while she was on the plane? It was before that. Oh. Way before that. Uh, She snail mails a postcard to Ethan that has a micro dot inside of the stamp. Very, very tiny dot. Uh, They are able to decipher it, and it it takes a little while for Benji to break the code, but I believe it it was him that did it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once they crack the code, they realize that there's a mole inside the IMF. That's why... Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is so easily able to get away from them, escape them. There's someone helping him out and that postcard shows that it's Lawrence Fishburne's character. He has been helping him out. And that's when the drone comes and shit blows up and they try to keep the hostage but he winds up escaping anyway. So now that Philip Seymour Hoffman's character has escaped, he's with his people and he knows Ethan's identity. Ethan has to get a hold of his wife, make sure she's all right. So uh Breaking Bad, Jesse's answers the phone at home, which I didn't even recognize him. Tells Ethan that his wife Julia is at the hospital. So now Ethan is on his way to the hospital to go and save her, but she's already been kidnapped by the bad guys. So now that he realizes that she's gone, he has to go and find her, but he gets stopped by the IMF. The IMF is caught onto him and now they have him arrested. Twists and turns, are you guys down with this plot at this point at all? It's a
2: snooze fest. Who's surprised that she got kidnapped? Not me. Who's surprised that Tom Cruise has to be the hero? Certainly not me.
0: To be fair, Tom Cruise's movie, I don't know who else was going to be the hero. (laughs) I was uh, surprised they didn't just kill his wife right away. Well, I mean, we already saw her get killed, but you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) Right, right. So now that IMF has him, his friend, uh, played by Billy Kudrup, Gives him a key to help him escape. And it's like, all right, you have to get out of here. The only way that your wife is going to survive is if you get the rabbit's foot. You got to go to Shanghai. Your mission now, get to Shanghai, meet up with the team. You guys are going off grid and try to get the rabbit's foot. With that rabbit's foot, you can give it to the bad guy and exchange it for your wife. So now he escaped. He's on a plane. He's in Shanghai. He meets up with the team. And now the mission is to get from one building to another to get inside and take uh, and get a hold of the rabbit's foot. What did you guys think of the sequence of him jumping off? the building to swing across to get to the other building aubrey
2: okay here's the thing he got he got to shanghai okay he has a deadline of what 24 hours was it 24 hours you can't make it to shanghai from the u.s in 24 hours
1: that's true that's very true
2: so already i'm like not plausible i'm already pissed off i've been pissed off but i'm even more so because you gotta freaking get from the US to Shanghai in less than 25 it's not possible she going to die. She should have died because you can't make it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's a fair point. Joy, what about you? What did you think of that scene? Um, It was cool because it was a
0: cool action, like, stunt scene. And I know that the Tom Cruise is nuts, so he does, like, as much of that practical as possible. It wasn't like he was swinging around three feet off the ground in a green screen. Right. But it still is Tom Cruise, so yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was pretty cool. It was all right. It was cool. (laughs) It was as cool as I'll allow Tom Cruise to be. Okay. All right.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: (laughs) I was waiting for him to start sliding across the floor in his underwear with sunglasses on, but it never happened. Yeah.
1: There's a couple of parts of that whole sequence that I absolutely love. It's him not quite making it to the end of the of the swing and getting on a roof, him like kind of falling backwards, but as he's sliding backwards off the side of the building, he manages to shoot the bad guys that are hanging out there. That <laughs> sequence, I thought, was fucking dope. That's like, that gets right to the... Uh, that, that pushes all of the mark buttons. So I love it. So he makes it into the building. The plan is to get the rabbit's foot and for him to jump out of the building uh, using a parachute where they're going to catch him down at the bottom. Now, there's an entire sequence. There's an entire big action scene that happens inside of the building of him getting a rabbit's foot, and we never see it. Instead, we see, we're see we in a car with Maggie Q and Jonathan Rhys-Meyers as they're chit-chatting about something. So you have no idea what the hell's going on with Tom Cruise's character until he panics and says, I can't make it to the roof. I'm jumping out of the window now. And they're like, where are you? And he's like, look up, look up, look up. The window smashes, and this dude jumps out of the window from like i don't know probably the 25th floor with his parachute doesn't quite make it hits the ground and if you catch the scene where his parachute gets caught on a bridge before he smacks the ground he almost gets hit by a a truck like for real like a truck literally almost hit tom cruise for real because he's all about the practicality did you guys catch that at all no okay that's all right
0: no i did not notice that but that's pretty awful (laughs)
1: like be more careful it's pretty awful that he didn't get hit by the truck
0: no it's just like like it's okay like you're like in your 50s you don't need to be jumping in under buildings and breaking your ankle and swinging around on giant skyscrapers like it's okay you can have a green screen <laughs> with like three feet off the ground it's okay
1: all right so he did what he had to do he got the rabbit's foot and now he has to meet up with the bad guy uh they he goes to the meeting spot they trank him and when he wakes up we're right back at the beginning of the movie he's in a chair he's strapped down his wife is right across from him and he and and she's being tortured uh they're asking him where's the rabbit's foot and he's like i did what you told me to do i got the fucking rabbit's foot out of the building i gave it to you is that not what you wanted because i can get i can go and get something else you got the rabbit's foot but they count down ten to one to try to get him to give them the real rabbit's foot and when they get to one he shoots Julia she's dead uh, So now- it was
2: fantastic I was so happy <laughs>
1: that's awful her only crime was loving Tom Cruise too
0: much
2: that is a huge crime look at Katie Holmes she pretty <laughs> much oh, lives Jesus. in exile and embarrassment for the rest of her life <laughs> You yeah, ever see Katie Holmes in public anymore? No.
0: Not since Batman even, begins.
2: Yeah. She won't even be open about her romance with Jamie Foxx.
1: So she's dead. Um and then they reveal that it was an it was a mask. It wasn't really Julia, it was a mask. It was the woman who was in charge of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character security at the Vatican, and she failed. And that's why she had to die. So now that they know that Ethan Hunt actually gave them the real rabbit's foot, uh, they also tell him that just like the bomb that was planted in Felicity head he has a bomb implanted in his head too so now we find out that the real bad guy is not Lawrence fishburne's character but actually billy kudrup's character his quote-unquote friend was a twist it was another twist and the plan was to get the bad guy to have the rabbit's foot sell the rabbit's foot to a group of terrorists and then the good guys can go in and destroy the terrorists this was this was their whole plan so now that we know that billy kudrup is actually the bad guy he makes the mistake of getting a little too close to Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise is able to grab a pin out of his shirt. I'm not I'm, I don't remember exactly how it happened. You, were you guys paying attention to this part at all? Fuck no. No, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I was
2: trying to fall asleep by this point.
1: So he is able to break, uh, use a pin to get out of Billy Kudrup's pocket, break the handcuffs that was on him. Call up Benji using Billy Kudrup's phone and say, where's the last location that this phone was used? Because that's most likely where his wife is being held. So Benji tells him where, the, where that location is. And in typical Mission Impossible, uh, the next box that we have to check off, Ethan Hunt runs. And he runs. (laughs) And he runs pretty much across china the u.s and then all the way back to china i think he goes around the world i think he pulls like a superman so he's on roofs he's in streets and in alleyways he makes it to the building he finds julia and then he runs into philip seymour hoffman what did you guys think of the big battle between the hero and a villain joey
0: um i thought it was kind of lame because it was pretty obvious that tom cruise could whoop his ass in real life, so mm-hmm. you know there was just no oomph to it for me because I don't really believe in any. I feel like I could beat up Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman, especially now. But um so I, I mean, clearly he shouldn't be any sort of physical uh, threat to Tom Cruise, right, especially but... not when Tom Cruise is supposed to be ultra mega super secret agent
1: guy. Right. But he also had a bomb that was about to explode in his head, and he couldn't focus on anything.
0: Mm, but it wasn't like the bomb was in his hands or like anything. Like he. It was it was just in his head, so. right?
1: Just right. saying, Aubrey. Any thoughts on a big battle between the hero and the villain at the end? wish
2: that the bomb went off
1: oh
0: jesus
2: i thought it was really really stupid that him and his wife were going back and forth and he's like i'm gonna electrocute myself it's the only way you're gonna bring me back to life and somehow she brings him back to life like come on you couldn't have done that to the poor girl that died in the first part
1: they were doing that to her but they were too late they had the way for the uh the fibrillator to charge up oh shit and she's a nurse it's that that's why she didn't
2: got- want her to take the
1: spotlight that that has one of my favorite lines in that movie the bomb's about to go off and he needs her to electrocute him to defuse the bomb and he tells her i'm going to die unless you kill me i love that line <laughs> <laughs> all right so you know one part i actually did not really like about this is how the fight ended they're in this small shack building in shanghai and it's uh, and, and the back of it is like an alleyway where cars and trucks seems to fly by going 90 miles an hour for no apparent reason at all. They almost get tagged by one at the beginning of it, beginning of the uh, fight scene. But somehow Tom Cruise manages to grab Philip Seymour Hoffman and they both kind of like tumble out of the building into the middle of the street right as a truck goes over tom cruise but smashes philip seymour hoffman i thought that was kind of a cheesy way to die but a cheesy way to kill a kill a villain but you know that's the only issue i had with that you guys have i mean i obviously had an issue with the rest of the movie but any issues with that particular scene
2: i made it a point to point out his hair implant <sighs> oh,
1: wait whose hair implant
2: tom cruise's oh okay his hair implants yeah but uh, you know what was more aggravating is that somehow his wife knows how to like
1: Use a gun. Yeah. She just like training. somehow
2: manages to figure it out in two seconds without anybody showing her how.
1: No, he showed her how. He's like Not point, really. point and shoot. This is the this is the trigger, this is the safety, point, shoot, point, shoot.
2: No. You're holding a deadly weapon. Like, it doesn't just work like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right. So now the bad guy is dead. Uh, She electrocutes Tom Cruise. And then, in typical movie fashion, which honestly, the resurrection scene is just one of the most cliched things I've ever seen in (laughs) the movie. And I fucking hate it, except for. James Cameron's *The Abyss* that's the only time I've ever seen it done right. Um, but he's dead. She's pumping a chest, smacking him, doing whatever, trying to get him to wake up. And uh, does he wake up? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he does. He gets up in typical Tom uh, of Tom Cruise. He, uh, does. he snaps out of it, woken awake, immediately grabs a gun, and he's ready for more action, which is what I loved. So, Aubrey, you kind of got your wish. You wanted Tom Cruise to die. He died for about three seconds. Uh, What did you guys think of this cliched, quote-unquote, resurrection scene, Joey?
0: Oh, God. Um, Jeez. And what else can you really say other than... (laughs) It was pretty terrible. (laughs) It was a nice... uh, Nice plop of poo on the, on the top of the cake.
1: <laughs> All right. So now uh, he's alive and he has to tell her the truth. You know, he's not really a guy that works for the uh, traffic control or whatever it was he said it before. He's really an spy and uh, the, he's sorry that the bad guys came after him and it ends with them back in the IMF headquarters and Lawrence Fishburne's character is like, okay, I understand. You know, you're, you're back on a grid. Everything's fine. You want to come back in the field because obviously you still know how hand to handle yourself and he says no married i got my wife we out of here and then they uh walk to the camera slow motion fate to black the end mission impossible three Ugh. all right so God, I- this
2: movie is such trash
1: all right so final thoughts aubrey the
2: movie was unbelievable trash
1: Fantastic. Unbelievable
2: amounts of trash. I could not get past of how much trash this movie was.
1: Excellent. All right, Joey, what about you?
0: Uh, Yeah, it, it was just slog to get through. Oh, my God. I just thought it was never going to end.
1: It's like an hour and a half, if that. I know. It, it, <laughs> it felt like happy. five hours. Yeah, I was it happy it was only an hour and a half. <laughs> it
2: seriously felt like five hours.
1: Oh, no, I take that back. It was two hours. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: it it felt
1: forever. Well, it uh, did make its money back because the budget $150 million wound up making over $400 million and spawned two more sequels, which are, depending on who you ask, much better than this one. Uh, I will say the newest one, I just saw it in the theaters uh, the other day, about two days ago, and it's still fucking amazing. It's awesome. The new one is just amazing. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's Mission Impossible 3. I'm, I'm, I hate you guys, uh, but I'm glad you, I'm glad I made you watch it. I, I feel good about it. I hated every second of it. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Mark. You're welcome. Well, that's going to wrap up Mark's
0: pick for I Hate You Now Watch. So, guess whose turn it is?
1: It's Mark's again. All right, so now we're going to do Mission Impossible 4. Oh, uh, Pro- no. no. No, we're not. No.
0: Right. No, it's my turn. Oh, boy. And, you know, normally I would go easy on you guys, but after. Mission Impossible 3, and That's My Boy. I think it's time for you guys to, to, to watch a tale of, uh, of Eric Estrada and Vivica A. Fox, a giant orange cat, and the attempts to stop bullying.
1: Garfield. And where is Cool Cat? Yeah, yes. Doesn't it have to actually be in a the theater for it to qualify as a movie, quote-unquote movie?
0: Nope. No, it does not. So I present to you Cool Cat Saves the Kids, as directed by Daddy Derek Savage. Probably one of the worst movies ever made so i cannot wait for you guys to watch it
1: (laughs) i can say that i've never seen it never even heard of it
0: oh god i'm so sorry (laughs) they are awful (sighs) That's how I feel about it. (laughs) Awesome. So, as we wrap it up, you guys got any recommendations for the listeners out there? Aubrey, what's going on in the world of video games? Uh,
2: Spider Man dropped on September 7th. Uh, Looks pretty good. Everybody should be really excited about it. So, everybody pick up Spider Man.
0: Awesome. I'm definitely thinking about it. Uh,
1: How about you, Mark? Uh, Yeah, I want to say if anybody out there actually agrees with me that Mission Impossible 3 is not the worst movie in the world, uh, keep it to yourself. (laughs) Please chime in on our facebook page twitter page uh and email us please because i can't i can't be alone i, I love this movie um i want to recommend if you actually do like mission impossible go see the new one mission impossible fallout it's amazing henry cavill's mustache does a phenomenal performance uh and it's a it's an all-around good action movie it's a little bit long it was a little bit longer than two hours but it's it's really good uh and if you haven't seen black panther yet it's on netflix so now you have no excuse watch black panther
0: the power of the blick Panther will now be removed <laughs> Oh boy, uh, I don't think Mission Impossible Three is the worst movie ever made because I've seen this much, much worse. But uh, yeah, it was pretty bad.
1: <laughs> that it's amazing. certainly
0: not even a uh, twinkle in the eye of Cool Cat Saves the Kids. So you guys should probably prepare yourself. I would suggest you watch. You you find a way through the power of the internet to watch Cool Cat Saves the Kids so you can prepare yourself for what Mark and Aubrey are going to have to go through. I want to send a huge shout out to our friends over at Rock Candy Podcast. For sending us a bunch of swag and candy in the mail, as well as spelling Mark Ellis's name right on the note that they included. So no Marcus, no <laughs> Mark Ellis Regans, and no Audrey on this one.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <sighs>
0: fantastic so all that being said on behalf of my co-host the queen of all nerds Aubrey Litchfield
2: Shalong, so citizens of
1: the internet
0: and the expert Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan's
1: my mission should I choose to accept it is watch Mission Impossible 3 again fuck you guys uh, Wakanda uh, forever
0: I choose not to accept <laughs> <this>
1: mission.
0: <laughs> I'm putting the envelope away you let it go blow up somewhere
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have been listening to so wizard podcast. We'll see you next week. Good journey.